0: Hello and welcome to What is a Story Ghost? I am your hostess Annette and I am Stephen and we are now on episode 5. Stephen, how do you feel about mermaids? Quite well, big you, fan. Do you like mermaids? I they like the ocean? I do like, I the like mermaids. I like the ocean. So I have two short stories today um, and a bit of history as well so we'll crack on with the story. My sources for today were Seven sevenseasmermaid.com, wewhitehouse.co.uk and folklorescotland.com. I will add them into the description as well. Disney princesses were not just cartoons for some of us growing up. In a way, they were like older sisters. Cinderella taught us to know our worth. Jasmine taught us to speak our mind. But Ariel. I would have willed Ariel into existence if I thought I could. She was my favourite. On doing the research for this episode though, I've come to realise how dangerous life would be for mermaids should they exist. Not from creatures of the deep. Not the creatures that we've come to fear, but actually from us. We think ourselves kind and thoughtful, but we're capricious. We make rash decisions with little thought for others and aren't well known for thinking of trivial things like the consequences of our actions. According to most mythical accounts, mermaids are not dangerous. The idea that mermaids are dangerous comes from the myth of the sirens, who were originally different creatures from Greek mythology. It is believed their predecessors, the sea nymphs and tritons, were influenced by the ancient Aresan mermaid goddess, Atargatis, who dates back to around 1000 BC, she became a beloved deity all over the Mediterranean Sea. The sea nymphs were beautiful, young women who watched over the Mediterranean Sea. They often travelled through the sea with the sea god Poseidon or Neptune. If they noticed a ship was sinking or sailors were in danger somehow, they would rush to help them. The sirens, however, were a very different creature. They were portrayed as bird women originally, but over time they started to represent more and more comparable to mermaids, but in no way were kind or helpful. They were one of the real dangers of the sea. Instead of saving sailors from drowning like the sea nymphs, the sirens with their beautiful voices would lure the sailors off course as they sat on rocks by the shore, so their ships would crash and they would sink. Scotland with more mermaid sightings than I initially anticipated, would set the scene as a prime example of how quick-tempered and brash humans can be. Many years ago, it was said that mermaids lived on the Ayrshire coast. They spent their days below the surface of the water, and by moonlight would rise to the shore to sing their songs. At this time, a dozen or so miles from the waterfront, was the house Noctolian, the modest stone castle near the waters of Garvin with a huge black rock at the end of it. It was a favourite place for one mermaid in particular to sit and sing her songs while combing her hair. The castle was in celebration as the lady of the house had finally delivered a baby, an heir at last, thus ensuring the family name and future. The newborn heir slept soundly for the first few weeks, with only the gentle waves crashing against the shoreline breaking the silence throughout the castle. However, one night, after around a month, the whole castle was awoken by the piercing cry of the baby, The lady of the house and her nurse sued the infant, but could find no sign of what caused the disturbance. Unfortunately for the new mother, this continued the next night, and the night after that, and the following night. It seemed her babe, who previously slept so soundly, was unable to make it through the night without waking. Then one night, as the lady tried to soothe her baby, her nurse caught sight of the mermaid sitting on the large black stone, the wind carrying her song, causing the baby to startle and wake again. The lady ran to the window to lay eyes on the cause of her baby's restlessness. Let her find a stain elsewhere, she said. A stain being a Scottish term for a stone. The following morning, the lady ordered her staff to the water's edge. With all their best tools, they were ordered not to come back until nothing remained of the stone. In doing so, she hoped that the mermaid would find somewhere else to sit and sing, far from the castle, and they would get a full night's sleep once more. The next night... The mermaid rose from the waters of the Clyde, her milk-white skin and golden hair radiant in the moonlight. She swam towards the large black rock, so perfectly shaped as if just for her, with its view of the starry sky. However, once she got there, she found nothing, nothing but fragments of her favourite place and a small pickaxe. She looked up towards the castle, where she could barely make out the lady of the house standing at the window with her baby in her arms. Narrowing her eyes the mermaid sang quietly a curse ye may think on your cradle, I'll think on my stain, and they'll never be in air to knock again. For the next few nights the castle slept soundly, just as I had when the child was born. Then one night there was an ungodly storm. Everyone in the castle was awoken by a ferocious wind howling up the castle walls through the windows. Everyone except the infant. The lady's nurse went to check on the baby, and looking on the baby's crib, she saw it was overturned, and the baby lay motionless underneath it. The lady of the house had another two babies each year for the next two, but both would only live a few hours. The year following that, after returning from a game shooting, the lord of the house passed away suddenly. The widow lady, broken-hearted from the loss of her children, and now her husband became ill with grief. She went to sleep one night, and the next morning did not wake. Over the years that followed, the castle lay abandoned and fell to ruins. With no surviving siblings to become heir, the family name disappeared, just as the mermaid's curse foretold. The ruins of the castle at Nogdolia nevertheless stand, and in the still of the night, nothing but the gentle wishing of the waves against the shore can be heard. In some areas of Scotland, the mermaid is considered to be one of the fairy folk, and consequently can grant wishes if you can manage to catch one. The story goes that a crofter on Jura once saw a maid of the wave sitting on a rock. He crept up behind her and grabbed her, holding her tightly as she wriggled in his arms. The mermaid demanded that he let her go, but the man was very strong and refused to loosen his grip until she had granted him three wishes. What are your wishes? the mermaid asked. Health, wealth and prosperity, the man replied. Your wishes are granted, exclaimed the mermaid. And the man released her. She plunged into the sea and quickly vanished from sight. The man's farm flourished and prospered, and he lived to a ripe old age and never suffered from any illnesses. Although he had everything he wanted, it could have gone very differently. So be careful should you catch yourself a mermaid or destroy her treasured seeding place, for it may not be a mermaid at all. think That was cool That was a good story I love Mermaid They should write a movie About that one I know Because there's not been Any Mermaid movies When I was doing the research I thought Oh my god Yeah there have actually Been stories of like Pirates who Have been told Not to listen to The Song of the Siren Mm -hmm. And I was like There have actually Been stories where They either sing To get you to crash Or if you do end up Jumping into the water uh, They'll drag you down And somehow you won't die But you end up Their slave It's some pretty dark stuff And I'm like Disney just took, was it Hans Christian Andersen that wrote The Little Mermaid? I don't know. I think it was Hans Christian Andersen. But that story was initially really, really dark before Disney got their hands on it. Yeah. Disney just get like all these dark stories and then turn the lights on. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Pretty Mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. Because like if you look at the likes of, I mentioned Jasmine and I mentioned Cinderella. In the original Cinderella story, and it's not mentioned in the Disney version, the sisters cut their toes off to get the shoes to fit. Like, we, we have to thank Disney for giving us unrealistic expectations. Yeah, you don't have to cut your toes off so. No Have you ever heard any Scary Mermaid stories? Yeah, there was a mention of it I think they were the sirens in Pirates of the Caribbean I really enjoyed that episode Oh, I One have a question stories. What's capricious mean? Capricious is basically sudden changes of mood and behaviour Oh. One minute we really think we like something and then the next minute we're just like No Fickle Should I have used the word fickle? I would have understood what that word was Yes <laughs> Now, those stories were the only ones, not the only ones, but I just wanted to focus on one location. Yeah. And when I was doing the research, I didn't realize there'd be so many close to home, obviously being in Ireland. I Scotland, talked to all the... The Mediterranean. The yeah. Mediterranean. Yeah. I remember, we were talking about the manatees and that... Mistaken... Yeah, kind of thing, yeah 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 because you know drunk sailors, w- w- wavy waves look at that sea cow. i do i do understand why the bottom half would be mistaken because i i looked at some photos and some drawings from years and years like Mermaid's physical appearances have changed quite a lot. So I, I can understand how the bottom half of a mermaid could have been mistaken for a manatee, but not the not the top half. I don't understand. Unless they saw their reflection, and because obviously the waves were all distorted. You haven't seen anything solid in months. Yeah. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, seeing as you mentioned it, um, was the first time I ever learned that apparently it was bad luck to have a woman on board. Yes. But the ironic part was if you did have a woman on board, I don't think the siren song affected women. So would it not have been safe to have a woman on board, be it the, the captain's wife or the captain's daughter? And then that way she could basically slap everyone across the face and go, that's a siren song. Are you thick? Stop listening. Do your job. Because she's from Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was surprised that there was a Scottish story. Yeah. That our no, th- when I saw the two Scottish stories, I it was the fact that they were so close to home that I was like, oh, man, just stick with the same. No, I... I'm sure there probably there there are books that you can read and I could have gone a little bit more in detail into it, but those two stories I were I was able to get just through the websites that I used, so I was happy with them. But it just I didn't anticipate finding one, let alone two, Mm. in Scotland. Um, and I do apologize if I pronounced I think it's Ayrshire. but if I did pronounce it wrong, I do apologize. In fact, if I pronounced anything wrong, I apologize. What did you like about the story? The mermaids. You like the mermaids. No, I thought it was interesting. Um, I like the word capricious. Did you know the difference between a mermaid and a siren? No, I didn't. Did you think a they nymph were the same? And a, siren? Huh? a nymph is a funny name. Now, a sea nymph, and I'm glad they depict, they, they actually said sea nymph, because I assumed nymphs... Just there's a sea nymph, yeah. and then there's a nymph. Yeah. And the difference between the two is, one lives in the sea, oh God, the sea and the other one... <laughs> uh, we have nymphs here in Ireland, or had, I don't know if we still have, but they're part of the fairy folk.
1: That's oh, all
0: that folklore. Um so sea nymphs would be part of sea folklore and then nymphs would be part of like um leprechauns can be thought of as fairy folk. I'm learning. <laughs> Which explains why you're falling asleep. <laughs> no. You so, took a very long blink. The, uh, did I, uh, yeah, no, that's the sleepiness is because I didn't break up a rock in the ocean so I could get a few nights' sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I did laugh when I first read that it was just kind of like oh my goodness my newborn baby's not sleeping and I'm like how little did we know back then like I've said to you already as well Matt Coyne who wrote um man versus baby he he coined it perfectly babies don't sleep and then they do but they definitely don't sleep for the first month because they're awake to be fed and but when she was like after the first month the baby stopped sleeping soundly and I'm like do you have any idea how lucky you were that your baby slept at all the first month so um, but no, I really enjoyed doing the research on that story. Um, no. I knew sirens were different. I didn't realise how evil they could be. Deliberately crashing ships or causing ships to crash. Or if, if they did go to a ship and they found out that not everyone had died. Yeah. It was kind Are of... Are they just uh, the angry teenagers of mermaids? It kind of seems like that. but it's, it's hanging kind of like, around on rock corners smoking, doing drugs, kind of, oh, going directing to ships into the... So basically, this story and the time travel story, you're just going to go straight for drinking drugs. That's your. Well, oh, I have never been one to steer away from drinking. <laughs> I can't say <laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> so we're going to finish up there. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our stories today. I will pop up the references and where I got my sources from in the description. Check out our Instagram page, What's the Story Ghost? And if you have any of your own stories that you would like for us to read out, our email is What's Ghost at gmail.com. And we'll finish up there. Edge jingle. <laughs> oh sorry, I shouldn't join in, that's just yours. That's are you. Are you? You jingle your own jangle and Bye. jingle <laughs> Bye. Bye.